Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. It's Anthony Cazenza with CincyJungle.com and the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast. I hope that many of you have uh, taken a step back from the ledge. Uh, take take a take some words from the rock band Third Eye Blind. Take a step back from that ledge, my friend. Um, Cincinnati got absolutely embarrassed by the New Orleans Saints at home. Um, some of some of us probably predicted that. Some of us maybe thought the Bengals would put up a better fight despite the injuries, uh, the weather, and all kinds of things happening uh, against the Bengals at this point in the season. Um, Unfortunately, things just snowballed. And I can't tell you how many times we've seen this happen to a Bengals team. And uh, I guess if you want to call that being mentally weak, I guess if you want to call that uh, just having little confidence, Whatever you want to call that, the Bengals um, just they, they didn't have it on Sunday, and they don't seem to have it in these critical games. I, I did some math. Um, I guess you could say, really, there were four really uh, of the now nine games they've played. There were four contests this year that you could say these were really good barometers, or these will be very good barometers of where the Bengals are at, how much improvement they've made from the past two losing seasons that they've put up. And that was against Carolina, that was against Pittsburgh, that was against Kansas City, and that was today against the Saints. They're 0-4 in those contests, and they have a point differential of minus 89 in those four games which is just over 22 points per game, basically, that they, they're averaging a loss in those critical four games. And those are the four losses that the Bengals have this season. They're 5-4. Um, you know, I don't think a lot of people thought, you know, yeah, the Dolphins was a critical AFC conference game, but I don't think a lot of people were like, well, this is really a litmus test. I, you know, I think it's, you know, the, the Chiefs that only had one loss when they faced them. The, the Saints only had one loss when they faced them. Um, going to Carolina and, and facing Cam Newton, that was a test. And then, of course, the Steelers is always a test. And they just fell on their face again, um, losing by 37 points to New Orleans. Now, we thought, as I mentioned, we thought this might be the case. We thought that Cincinnati would, um, you know, maybe score some points, but also, um, you know, let up quite a few. We kind of figured that was going to happen. But I mean, I, I don't think a lot of people thought 51 to 14 with only seven points being scored by the the first team offense and first team quarterback. Um, I, I don't think a lot of people had that. Uh, I see Matt Anderson. This team is going five and 11. I don't see that. Um, although Cleveland had an impressive win against Atlanta and they're playing better on Sunday. Um, they, uh, you know, you have Baltimore. They now may go to Lamar Jackson. 
a guy who's a rookie quarterback and a guy who scrambles, which Cincinnati's defense, whether it's under Mike Zimmer, Paul Gunther, or Terrell Austin, Cincinnati's defense has never fared well against rookie quarterbacks or scrambling quarterbacks, so that could prevent a problem. And Cincinnati has largely had Joe Flacco's number, so um, you know that that kind of hurts him there a little bit. And and you know I, I see this comment here by Steve Gray: they can't beat anyone good. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's kind of been the theme under Marvin Lewis. They once in a while they'll they'll kind of. You know, they'll get that win against Seattle. They'll get uh, that that rare, rare win against Pittsburgh. Um, they'll beat Baltimore here and there when Baltimore is actually pretty good. But for the most part, they beat the mediocre teams, the teams that aren't, super, you know, aren't recent Super Bowl champions, and they uh, beat the teams they're supposed to beat. And I, I go back to what I said a couple of weeks ago in the Kansas City loss where... I don't know how as if you're Mike Brown, I don't know how this kind of stuff is acceptable. I don't know how these kinds of performances are acceptable. Um, I, I I don't understand how he could sit there, travel to Kansas City in the cold and watch his team get embarrassed on primetime television. I don't understand how he can again, you know, th this was this was out of a buy guys. I mean, this, this, this game was not, yeah, they had some guys that were out with injuries. Yes. AJ Green was a huge loss, but they did get Billy Price back. They got Clint Bowling back from a, from an injury. They got John Ross back who had a touchdown catch. I mean, they got guys back from the bye, and you know, they, they still, they still couldn't, couldn't do anything. Um, that's embarrassing. That's an indictment on the coaching staff. That's an indictment on on how they they run their offense, their defense, all of it. And Mike Brown needs to start holding people accountable. You know, there's there's mixed opinions on if and when Terrell Austin will and should be fired. Um, you know, I, I some some believe that since the Bengals are, are five and four. You know, it's not the time to make a move. And if they do, who even would step up? Would it be Jim Hazlitt? Um, and how much of an effect would he have really at this point? Um, I, I don't know. I mean, they can't they can't stop anybody. And I'm going to tell you what, what, what really worried me this week is um, the effort level. The effort level on... Uh, that we witnessed on Sunday was atrocious in my, in my opinion. And it really started to really get noticeable once they were down about 14 to seven, 21, seven, you saw poor body language. There were a couple of efforts, I think on an Ingram touchdown run, uh, Jesse Bates and Sean Williams barely made an attempt to, to tackle him around the goal line. There was barely an attempt to cover. There was two guys right on Ben Watson. If they called it a touchdown, it was ruled short, but there were two guys right there. They didn't. They didn't make the play. I mean, it's countless, countless things on defense that you can't. I mean, tackling still, still poor. Preston Brown, the guy who led the league in tackles last year, either missed tackles or was being dragged by Ingram and Kamara down the field on certain runs, certain passes, things like that. So, I mean, you look at this. You look at the defense, and you say, well, you know. There's your two starting corners are for first round picks. You have basically a Hall of Fame player in Geno Atkins at defensive tackle, and you've got a guy who's made a handful of Pro Bowls in Carlos Dunlap. You got Preston Brown in free agency, the guy who led the league in tackles last year. 
you've drafted guys here and there to help you out. You like Jesse Bates, a second-round pick, yet this team cannot do anything on defense. They can't stop anybody, they can't tackle, and they can't get off the field on third down. The Saints were 7-for-7 seven seven on their first seven third-down tries, and then finally late, I think it was in the third quarter, they finally got stopped and uh, ended up kicking a field goal. So you can't win games like that, and I, I think at this point, you really need to look at Terrell Austin and what he's doing to this defense, what he's not doing with this defense, and uh, it, it's not working. Now, there are more issues than what's going on on defense with the Bengals, though. Um, Joe Mixon, yeah, the game got out of control. Joe Mixon, only 11 carries on offense today, and he had a 5.5 average. So... Um, I understand you had to abandon the run a bit once you're down 21-7, 28-7, things like that. But that's a big weapon, that, and, and it was working well. And that's what you needed to work well to keep pace and keep the Saints off the field and keep your defense off the field, and you, you kind of abandoned it. Now, granted, again, they were in such a hole that they needed to throw the ball around more. So then you look at Bill Lazor and Andy Dalton. Two first drives, pretty good touchdown right down the field uh they got stalled on a fourth and one we're gonna go for it they might have gotten it but you know matt langle again just unbelievable penalty on fourth and one a false start at home on a fourth and one that just is kind of a microcosm of the day um and you know you look at you look at the dry spells from there right it's it's as soon as another team gets a decent lead on the Bengals or as soon as the Bengals and Andy Dalton have to get off script from their game plan, they don't do well. And it, it, it was especially apparent today without Green in the lineup to really rely on as a security blanket. Um, you know, there's I'm seeing a lot of comments. You know, Mike Mike Brown, I saw, who is this? Michael Cook says, Mike Brown lets good players go to other teams when they want to get paid uh, what they are worth. Uh, Agreed, and you see, I mean, just kind of a side note, you see how well Andrew Whitworth has been playing for the Rams, and there's like, you know, a, a big thing this week has been about how he's donating this game check to the victims of the Thousand Oaks shooting in California. So, I mean, it's just a guy like that that you just allow to walk out the door, and uh, they really haven't been the same since. And it's not just him, but him and Zeitler and Reggie Nelson and, and all of these guys you know, they, they figured, eh, they're a little older and or overpriced and we don't, we don't need them. And all of a sudden, you know, you're looking at two straight losing seasons and another season that's heading to mediocrity. Um, so I, I you know, I, that, that's a good point there. Um, Charlie Murphy, uh, Charlie Murphy for, for Dave Chappelle fans, uh, Charlie Murphy says our defensive coordinator is terrible. Our defense hasn't looked this awful since the late nineties. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you saw the graphic today by Fox sports. Um, basically Cincinnati's defense has the worst four game stretch in terms of yards allowed. They have allowed the most yards in a four game stretch ever by any defense in the NFL ever. So that is, that's that. I mean, that tells you all, all that you need to know. Granted, in that four-game four game stretch, they played three of the best offenses in the NFL, in, in the Chiefs, the Steelers, and obviously today the Saints. But I don't know. Brian Yates says Bengals finish 7-9. and nine. That, that could be a, a possibility. You know, I was asked this week to do a midseason 
mid-season kind of report or mid-season uh, guess on how the second half of the season will end up. I still guess nine and seven, but I did have them losing these next two games, probably because of Green's injury, but also just because, you know, they had already beaten Baltimore once. This New Orleans game was going to be tough. Um, you know, then all of a sudden now you're looking at, you're looking at five and five, six games to play, two against Cleveland, one against Oakland, one against Denver, one against Pittsburgh, um, and one against LA. You're really going to need to scrape. I mean, you may get it against Denver, Oakland, and maybe two against Cleveland, but Cleveland's proven scrappy. So, um, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm seeing a lot of, a lot of comments here, basically saying the Bengals are going to finish five and 11 fire Marvin, um, all that kind of stuff. You know, to me, now I, I don't want I hate to be knee jerk reactionist guy. I've just seen a lot of Bengals football in my time, and uh, this this was this reminded me of the Scott Mitchell, Achilles Smith, Paul Justin days of the late '90s, early 2000s, before the Bengals had Marvin and Carson and all those guys. This this was uh, really really pathetic in terms of effort, execution, all of that stuff, and. Um, I, part of me says at five and four, you don't want to talk about blowing the thing up and all, all of that. But uh, I mean, they, there's, they need help at a lot of different spots and it's not just injuries. Um, there's, there's a lot of different areas that need help. You know, M Matthew Steinmetz says need perfect back ASAP. I got to tell you, perfect has, wasn't lighting the world on fire before he got out of the lineup and he has proven to be completely unreliable for this team. Okay, he's. I think he's played in two, maybe three games this year. I think two. If I, I don't, I don't have it in front of me. But hurt, suspended all the time, and then this year when he was even in the game, the defense wasn't doing much. So I, I don't know. I, I think that this team really needs to. If they, if they do not go to the playoffs this year, which it seems like they, they might not. If they do not go to the playoffs this year, we, we might need to talk about a whole rebuild. But I don't see that happening with Mike Brown in control of this team. He loves Marvin Lewis. This team, he'll, he'll point to this team making improvements over the past two, and that's probably what would happen in here we are again kind of Groundhog Day situation. Don't want to get too far ahead of myself. Five and four, they're still in the hunt for things. Um, they're still right in the mix. You know, they could come back and beat Baltimore next week. Baltimore is even probably probably even more mediocre than the Bengals are at this point so um you know that's that's a winnable game then you've got other winnable games like I said on the slate in Oakland Denver the Bengals are three and one in their past four trips under Marvin Lewis it going to San Diego obviously it's in LA now but playing the Chargers on their home turf they're three and one so we'll see we'll see um <laughs> Randall Potts, 90s feeling. Yeah, today was a 90s feeling. That's, uh, that's a good point. Not much else to say except for the fact that, uh, just to recap, the Bengals got absolutely blown out at home by the New Orleans Saints. Some would have predicted it. Some did not. But 51-14, uh, to 14, the Bengals get blown out, and uh, they, they have a waste touchdown at the end by Jeff Driscoll on a run. Um, offense, starting offense, really only put up seven points. Uh, defense obviously led up the 51 points, did not have a sack on the day, did not force a turnover on the day, 
and and all of that and that goes back a little bit to my the start of my conversation I had on Dunlap and Atkins uh, you know they have disappeared in these games Pittsburgh being one this one being another Carolina being another you know these are these are guys that need to step up in these big games against these good teams and uh, they haven't been doing it so they're not free of blame either uh, thanks Gage I I uh, appreciate the comp compliment on my hair appreciate it um, anyway guys I'm gonna get out of here try and enjoy the rest of your Sunday uh, maybe take a break from football I don't know I don't know what the what the true thing what the true remedy is after a game like this but we'll see uh, if you can join us on our podcast or download it the orange and black insider Bengals podcast it's on cincyjungle.com you can get it on youtube on stitcher on google play on itunes um it's on cincyjungle.com like i said and it's on art 19 so go check that out appreciate everybody who tunes into that and then you can also get all the news analysis opinions updates everything on cincyjungle.com so keep it there keep it to the facebook uh our facebook page here Appreciate you guys taking time out of your Sunday after the game to chat with me and leave your comments. Always appreciate it. Hopefully you like these videos, and uh, hopefully the Bengals turn things around. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we'll see you next week. I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.